Welcome to the Trap Shooters United podcast. I am your host and owner, Joe Brumfield. I created this to help share, showcase, and support this amazing sport by talking to shooters, vendors, parents, and companies. Thank you all for listening. Be sure to follow us on Instagram at Trap Shooters United or like us on Facebook. Welcome to episode 13 of the Trap Shooters United podcast. Joining me today is a two-time ATA All-American, co-captain of the Lindenwood University Trap Team, and member of Team United, Ryan Loveless. Welcome to the show. Thanks. How you doing? I'm doing great. That's wonderful. Another great shooting year in 2022. Can you give us a little bit of a recap of how your season went? Uh, so basically, during the school year, we went to the fall handicap, which I shot okay there. Actually, I did pretty good. I came second in the HOA for junior gold, but those points ended up not being real. Uh, and then we went to Tucson for the spring grand shot. Okay. There, but then, uh, for, we, we went to, uh, the ACUI national championships and I had my worst shoot ever. I dropped out of 600 targets. There's a hundred trap, a hundred double strap, hundred skeet, a hundred double skeet, hundred sporting and super sporting. I dropped 97 targets out of that whole week. (laughs) That's probably the biggest worst shoot. Yeah. Yeah. I was just putting a lot of pressure on myself and I really learned that this isn't that serious. It's it's, we're just out here having fun, but that kind of funk followed me around until really the Illinois state shoot, which at that point I was shooting, uh, until I got to the Missouri state shoot, I was shooting triple a in both singles and doubles. And I was doing halfway decent in a handicap, like high eighties, low nineties. And then uh, I went down to Alabama and Mississippi and Mississippi went. Okay. Uh, as far as scores went, like I, uh, I got there expecting there to be a little bit more competition, but there wasn't really. Uh, so I mopped up on a lot of points there. But then I went to Alabama, and things just kind of tanked. I mean, they are—they had already tanked. Like, I was pretty happy with a 96 at that point. That's how far down on the totem pole I was uh, in singles, I should say. Yeah. And I—I I, I broke 190 in those two weeks. No, two 90s in those two weeks. One was on the first handicap of the uh, Mississippi State shoot, and one on the championship handicap of the Alabama State shoot. And then I came to Sherry and Arouse Bomb and said, Sherry, I need to change some things and got me back on my ADD medicine. And then I uh, left the unsingle and started shooting a double barrel. Still had to get used to the medicine again. But then uh, in the championship singles at Illinois, I shot a 199, missed in the first box of the shoot off twice. Felt like a total idiot but oh well i made it to the party and then uh the next week went or two weeks later we went up to michigan then indiana which is where i met you and uh yep. i in singles and doubles i did not shoot below a 98 or a 95 the whole week both times which was pretty awesome and uh i ended up winning the hoa at uh, Indiana for junior gold out of state, which was pretty awesome. I shot a 97, which at the time was my personal best for the 27 yard line. I'd only broken like two 96s before that. Uh, squatted with me. Yep, squatted with you. And uh, <laughs> uh, 
yeah, were you on my squad for that one? Yeah, I was on. I was. I shot yeah, handicap with you. Yeah, that's right. I remember that. Yeah, you were there for my worst and best handicap because I shot an eighty-six <laughs> the first time with you, and you probably thought, "Man, this guy's blowing up over here." But hey, and then, I beat you that time. <laughs> yeah, he did. <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll take him when I can, I guess. Yeah. Um, and then uh, shot the ninety-seven, and then won the singles and technically the doubles because uh jm peril shot a 99 that day and won the event outright so i got junior gold champion on that one and shot a 91 in the handicap for that championship event which after after those two weeks of shooting i felt like old me again like i was i was back in business and then went to the uh, uh southwestern zone shoot out in mta and kind of shot not to the best of my ability out there, but I still had a good time. I mean, it's at Lake of the Ozarks and I got a condo out there. Can go do some fishing. Yep. Uh, ended up catching some pretty good crappie that weekend actually. But, uh, yeah, then I took a break until the grand shot a couple of practices to warm up before that. And then I shot the aim grand, which I shot one ninety four. Um, and then in the doubles, I shot a 98, which got me, double a class champion for junior gold and then for the handicap shot a 95 but i was there with cole henning whenever he broke his slam so <laughs> i was that was that was pretty awesome like i i just met him like that day because he was talking to a couple of my friends and i was he's like hey what squad are you on and i was like da 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 and it's like no way we shoot together and yeah yeah it was, it was pretty awesome i think it was pretty awesome watching pat break his grand slam at that uh marathon day but Watching Cole do it when I was like right next to him, I was like, "Wow!" Because with that, I thought he had missed one already, but he yeah. did not. Yeah. And then out of the grand, I got I shot two ninety eight in handicap, uh, which again was my personal best yeah. and still is from the twenty seven. Shot my first hundred straight in doubles, mm-hmm. and then for the first uh, four singles events, I shot ninety nines, and then shot a couple more ninety nines in doubles. So. uh Got got a good number of points out of that. I was honestly going into the shoot thinking, well, I'm just going to have fun with this one. I'm probably probably not going to win anything, kind of like last year. But I had, out of the two weeks, it was at 2,500 targets or something. 20, uh, 25 or 2,600. I had only dropped, I think it was 95 or 85 or something like that. And that was that was one of my uh, um, goals going into it was to break or drop less than 100 targets. So. Yeah, that's, that's a pretty, pretty goal to have. Pretty elongated recap of my last year. Yeah. Uh, explain the two weeks for the grand. I mean, do you get wore out at all? Last year, I was actually very worn out because it was just kind of a drag because I wasn't shooting very good. But this year, I didn't break below a 90, 91 in the handicaps and that was really what got me last year um that and i'm standing up there jamming out to my music so this year i didn't really get worn out because honestly afterwards it's like hey dad let's go to the heartland grand but then i remembered my my one buddy's going up there who's on like teetering on being able to make the team or not i was like no i, I don't want to go up there and then we're fighting each other for points so actually yeah. we avoided each other a couple times just just for that reason uh, yep. that summer so so how many uh, 99s did you have in doubles before you got the 100? Two. One in Michigan. No, actually, only one. Only one. Uh, it was one in Michigan. And uh, uh, Ian Lawrence was there, and he was shooting 
the, the event before that, he shot a 96 and we tied. So I was like, huh, I wonder. And uh, this is the one, this is the one event that he shoots a 100. And I was like, come on. <laughs> 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 but yeah, he's, he's a hell of a shot. Um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Honestly, whenever I uh, walked up to go shoot that 100 straight and doubles, I have no clue why. Whenever I closed my gun on the first pair, I just became mad at the world, and I just wanted to break every single clay target. I have no clue what took over me. There was nothing that happened. It's just <laughs> something something clicked. <laughs> I, I have no clue what it was. but Subconscious took over. I guess so, and I, I remained mad for the rest of the night until Jordan said, Hey, you just shot your first hundred straight and doubles. Why are you mad? I'm like, yeah, that's kind of stupid. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and then 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 I was in a pretty good mood after that. So, well, the grand of all yeah. places to do it's a pretty good place place to do it as well. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, ironically, I didn't even get a trophy out of it. Uh, and then the next not. day, I, sh- I <laughs> no, because the next day I shot a ninety. <laughs> See, I, <laughs> the I hate I hate the carryover stuff. Like I, I get it in singles, but like on handicap and doubles, I think you should. I think you should shoot off every night. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I I definitely agree with the handicaps. I think doubles could be resolved fairly quickly, but um, I, I'm fine with the carryovers, honestly. It's just a lot more longer nights, a lot more staining around. You know yeah, the deal. More, yeah. more ammo that you have to that you have to fork over. Yeah, but shoot offs are very exciting. Honestly, I wish I could be in a shoot off mode every time that I uh, every time that I'm in like shooting regular. You know what I mean? Because there's just do you that, have a um, do you have a favorite shoot off that you've been in? Um. Gonna have to really think on this one because I'm gonna have to go through all of them. I mean, I've been on, I've been in a few shootoffs with some good friends that have been a lot of fun. But um, Texas State shoot, it was the championship handicap. It was me, Dylan Hafer, and Clay Laughlin. Love the love both those guys. Great dudes. Um, and we all shot 93s, and them shooting 93s secured me the HAA and I think the HOA too. Um, and I'm everybody's just ready to go home and I'm like, Hey guys, you want to, you guys want to leave or you want to shoot this off? And they're like, nah, let's both shoot this off. And I think they shot 23 and a 24 and I shot a 25, just like absolutely ready to leave. Like I managed <laughs> to put aside my, cause I, we, me and uh, Pat Hobson didn't get home from that shoot till like, actually we went to my condo at Lake of the Ozarks, which is three hours away from home. We didn't get there till 3 AM the next morning. Yeah, it was, it was crazy, but I love shooting Amarillo despite what people say about the background with the uh, golf course and such, but yeah, I'd probably elongated version of my favorite shoot off, (laughs) I guess. (laughs) Uh, Senior year at Lindenwood this year. How's your, uh, how's your season going shooting? Um, so for the team, there's there's not as much drama as there has been in my time here, which is great. Perfect. But uh, the team has actually been shooting better than like it ever has. Like a lot of the underclassmen, especially a couple of the freshmen, have really stepped up. But uh, people are like shooting at this level down here, and it seems like they put in a lot of work this summer to be shooting up to where they are now. So. Now, do you have um, dedicated, you know, trap team, skeet team, sporting team? We do. Uh, unfortunately, uh, high school skeet shooters are unicorns, according to Mike Elam, mm-hmm. uh, which 
true quote, which honestly, I don't know any, but uh, we have, there used to be a dedicated skeet team, but there's a trap team and a sporting clays team. And uh, there's dedicated captains, but whenever we go to collegiate shoots, everybody shoots everything. We shoot trap, skeet, and sporting clays in their associated bonus discipline, if you want to call it that. Like double skeet, double trap, super sporting, you know. Um, but, yeah, there's there's teams because we'll go – like we went to the fall handicap this year, and uh, the sporting team is going to be going down to Texas for uh, NSCA Nationals this year. So what's yep. your what's your favorite um, discipline to shoot other than trap? I definitely love ski. Like I, I like I like shooting uh, sporting clays, but I love shooting ski. Actually, that's really how I decided the gun that I'm gonna get. Like between the Kohler and the K80, it was like the K80 shot. Like I shot ski with that K80 really really good, but this Kohler, like I was not missing. Like the day that I got the day that I got the demo gun, it was baby blue. It was awesome. Uh, I shot a 99 on some of the worst targets I've ever had at practice because it was windy. It was cold. I think there might've been a little bit of rain. Everybody was miserable, including myself, but I just could not miss with that thing. Well, of course you're going to shoot a demo gun. Good. That's how, that's well, how they get you. Well, yeah, <laughs> they just, they, they put it, they put a targeting system in the back of that thing. <laughs> exactly. They take it out when they sell it to you. Yeah. No, I think they might have left mine in. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, What's your what's your college major? Uh, I'm in marketing, but uh, coming into school, I was thinking I was wanting to do environmental science. And then I was like, no, because I really I love the great outdoors. Well, the movie and the actual great outdoors. Yeah. Um, Yeah. And uh yeah, and then I don't know what clicked inside of me, and I decided that I didn't want to do that anymore. I guess I'm just pretty good at talking to people that I don't know, and I decided that I want to do marketing because I like building relationships with people. Do you have any set plans then after after this year? Um, so I'm currently applying to a job at Winchester uh, over in Alton, but um, really I'm looking for anything to get my fit, foot in the door anywhere. Um, I, I've, I've, I've networked with a few people in the credit union industry, thanks to my dad bringing me to a few corporate events, but Mm -hmm. I'm not going to do that unless if I have to, but, uh, I do know a few people in some of the, uh, fishing industry because, uh, through the waiver wire, I know some people at Temple Fork Outfitters and I know a couple people, uh, with Fiochi, but it's like the, uh, they're, uh, sales department, if you will. Yep. Like it's, it's called proactive sales. I got, I got one of their uh, business cards that actually used to work at a sporting goods store by my house. So, and then I have a few connections there. I got, yeah, it's, it's all, I can go any direction. Well, you might as well do something too, that you, that you have a mutual interest in. So it's yeah, not, yeah, that's, that's why like I, I, yeah, that's why I'm trying to go with either Temple Fork or, Winchester, because I've been, I tried to get an internship with Temple Fork over this past summer, <clears throat> but with my summer plans, you know, that wasn't going to work out. How did you get started shooting? Um, so I had done two years or I'd been playing baseball all my life. And then I did two years of golf and decided I'm a little bored with it. I mean, I still, I still like to go out to the driving range range and whack a couple balls every once in a while. But um, 
honestly, we were, me and dad were sighting in turkey guns, and we saw that there was a trap team there, and dad said, hey, you want to try this trap shooting thing? And voila, 20, 2014 to here, here I am, and I've met probably over, actually all of my best friends shooting trap. Can you kind of go through your gun progression, what you, what you used when you first got started to now? Uh, so... Dad had an over and under Fausty that had a 28-inch barrel on it that broke within the first two weeks. So then after that, we bought a 3901, which I broke over 90 of my first time with that. But all my friends had Brownings, so I decided I wanted to get a Browning. And uh, I got I was mowing grass for a few people that summer. So I saved up all my money and bought me, bought me a Browning XT. And... Uh, a couple of years later, I, I'd broken a lot of hundreds with it, a few 199s, done a lot with that gun. But then a couple of years down the road, I was like, hey, Dad, kind of want to start looking at this college thing. Uh, we decided to get me a 725, which is what I use for everything but trap. So, like, I'd shoot it for bunker. I'd shoot it for uh, skeet and sporting clays, you name it, that it's not trap. And I shot it for that, so... And then now you're in. Now you're. And, and now, I'm, now I'm now I'm shooting the caller. Yeah, yeah. Which caller are you, are you shooting? I got the Max TA low profile. Uh, now, what's the difference between the low profile and the and the high profile? Is it just the comb and the rib, or uh, it's mainly the comb comb and the rib? But um, actually, as far as I know, it that's pretty much what it is. Uh, the rib is probably another. I'd probably say in another inch higher, if not a half inch. Um, and then the comb is similar as you might figure, but, um, I really wanted a mid rib gun and Kohler was nice enough to ship me both guns, uh, while I was demoing them. And I probably shot that low profile for three weeks, but then as soon as I pulled the uh, high profile out of the case, whenever I got home, I was like, no, this is too high for me. Like I was mounting it and everything, and it it just wasn't my thing. Yeah. I, weirdly enough, I I'm pretty sure the trap specials comb or rib is lower than the uh, high profile because I really like the trap special. Like if I mm-hmm. if I was going to go any other direction, that was going to be it. Um, yeah, it was, it's like only an eighth of an inch taller than the uh, low profile. At least the unsingle is. Yeah. Because I I compared them just by my eyesight so now are you still shooting just the over and under then for pretty much everything like you were back at the indiana state uh yeah i am uh i got to a point where i was like i kind of miss shooting my own single but i'd be a fool to go back to it because i'm shooting so good right now because i started like weirdly enough after i shot my second 98 at the grand and handicap i was like i kind of miss my own single and then I really thought about it. I was like, I'm, I'm a fool if I go back because <laughs> I'm shooting like hell right now. So, well, you're shooting it good, so you might as well change something. Yeah. <laughs> Typical <laughs> trap shooter. Yeah, yeah, might as well. <laughs> what's your what's your um your choke setups? What are you shooting for singles, handicap, and doubles? Uh, so for singles, I like to shoot a mod handicap. I actually uh, stole my dad's 740 bore. Uh, light full and then uh, doubles I shoot IC mod at the uh, um, what's the word um, I can't think of it recommendation of Chrissy Bird <laughs> and uh, it started working out really well because I started shooting 96 after 
shooting like 90s the whole time. Yeah. So you yeah, before so I see in mod on doubles. You yes, said. sir. Yes, sir. Uh, which uh, which bar- are you shooting your uh, bottom barrel first or? Yep. Yep. Except in skeet, I like to shoot top barrel first for some reason. It yeah. doesn't really matter, but <laughs> where's your uh where's your point of impact set up? Um I it's somewhere in between eighty twenty and seventy thirty. Okay. So about normal. And I would my top my my top barrel's actually slightly higher. Yeah. Yeah. Now do you so. change anything when you go back and shoot handicap? Uh I used to. Obviously. I used to I used to put in like a one th- one eighth washer and then i decided to try it without it one day and i that was one of the 95s i shot in michigan and i was ecstatic that i did that and i haven't shot in the eight or i did shoot one score in the 80s since then that was the first time i ever shot with you but (laughs) i've been shooting really good uh with uh since i took that washer out so now i guess it's just kind of like go ahead are you shooting bottom barrel in singles or top barrel? Uh, bottom barrel in both singles and handicap. Okay. Gotcha. Yep. 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 Um, hold points. Where are, you, where are you holding on the house at? Uh, so for singles, I like to go, I kind of like to make a little rainbow over the house. And by the time I get to post three, I'm about three feet up on a regular day with no wind. I'm probably about three feet up and probably a foot off to the left because I like to be able to peek my eyes over the rib and then I go get it. If you yep. know what I mean. And then I do a similar thing with handicap. Yes, sir. Uh, and then for handicaps, I do a very similar thing where I actually was at Indiana that I decided to, move my hold points off the house because I'm like, hey, this is working for singles. Why can't it work for super singles? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then the rest is history. I shot that 97. And then I kept with it, and I haven't shot below an 80, except for uh, one marathon day that I did. I shot at 85 and an 89. But um, I haven't shot below 80s since then, or below 90 since then, I should say. Um, yeah. And then doubles, are you shooting the straightaway target first? Yes. Yes, I am. And I'm holding about, depending on the height of the targets, I'm holding about five foot off the house or off the top of the house. So I'm like yep. almost aiming up, almost. Yeah. So and then, I mean, uh, there's really no movement for you on that on that first bird. Then you're just going right over to the second. Yeah, pretty much. Uh, favorite accomplishments so far? Um, honestly, making the eight, or the All-American team twice. Um, I think... I think winning the uh, Texas State Shoot HOA last year was probably one of my favorite things that I've done because uh, I was on a five by that week, the first one in at least club or state history. I can't remember, but uh, it was with me or Steve Fuller on one, me on two, Pat Hobson, Billy Hobson, and Nicholas Gibbs, and uh, that was that was very exciting. Uh, and then uh, probably. Winning the Indiana State Shoot Junior Gold HOA the past couple of years, and that was the fact that it was only like ten targets behind Keith Ditto that that kind of uh, <laughs> got me a little fired up. I was like, "Whoa, I had a good week." <laughs> yeah, he's a machine. <laughs> yeah, he is. Yeah, he is a great guy, but he's a machine. <laughs> um, I mean, when you when your handicap average is like ninety six something, ninety six and a half, it's yeah, it's just crazy. That is that is, I, I can't even imagine having a ninety six average. 
Like I'm, I'm, I'm like, I'm ecstatic whenever I shoot a 96. Yeah. But like, absolutely. wow. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> That's all. Uh, I really do you have any, uh, do you have any shooting goals for the 2023 season? Um, so I got to go find a job this summer. So honestly, if I could some find a way, uh, to sneak, sneak in on the backside of the uh, junior gold team one more time. I would like to do that. But if not, I'm just looking to go out and win some trophies this summer. Just yeah, go out and have maybe. Fun. Yeah. I, in the past, I used to not really care about uh, averages, but now I'm kind of like, maybe I should go for triple A. So, yeah, I've been, I've been double A, 27 double A for two years straight. So time, time to step I'm, it uh, up. Yep, time time to step it up. I mean, I'd have been I'd have been AAA this year if it wasn't for Mississippi and uh, Alabama, but that is what it is. Absolutely, um, yes, sir. I was going to say plan schedule for this year, but you pretty much hit on that. Are you coming to Indiana this year? Um, honestly, if I can get away for one week, I imagine I will. It's either that or. Uh, it's either that or Michigan, I imagine. What is your best advice for shooting handicap? Um, honestly, the best thing to do is it's it's never over until you're done shooting, because there's especially whenever you're shooting in a category, uh, you have no clue how good or bad of a day anybody else is having, and the fact that you just drop five targets on your first fifty does not mean you should give up. I absolutely agree with that. Yes, sir. Uh, last thing here for you, then I'll let you go. Uh, tell us a little bit about your, your sponsors. Um, well, really there's you who I'm sponsored by and, uh, I'm sponsored by Hobson shooting products. Uh, and really if you, if you've ever met Pat or Billy, you'll know that they're the, some of the nicest people in the world. Like, I don't think I've ever heard of Pat Hobson being anything, but totally uh respectful to anybody like i i look up to him a lot and honestly whenever i was as far as the sponsorship thing goes after i just or after they figured out that i was going to so many of these big shoots pat's like hey how about a pro staff deal i was like all right sick and he gave me a <laughs> he gave he gave me a lens so I was, I, was, I was pretty fired up about that and uh, every time he's at a shoot, I get to shoot with him. So actually, I met him four years ago at the 2019 Aim Grand. I was uh, shooting with Lindenwood because I was going to be as an incoming freshman, and me and him like hit it off immediately. And here we are playing video games together every night, going hunting together, going fishing. Actually, he's coming to deer camp this year too, which is pretty exciting. Perfect. So. Thank you, Ryan, for joining us today. Also, shout Thank out to AJ Supplies for supporting the show. Reach out to AJ Supplies for all your ammo reloading needs by calling 419-583-7133 or messaging them on Facebook. That's a wrap on this episode of the Trap Shooters United podcast. Thank you all for listening so much. Your support is greatly appreciated. See you all out on the trap line.